What is up, you crazy cool cats? This is Jordan Stoltz, back with another episode of the Triple F Podcast. This one, episode number 63 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast, is a foodie Friday, the day I talk about nutrition, diet, tips, and all that stuff. That's awesome. And it is about eating while traveling today. That is what I'm talking about, basically how to have a flexible, sustainable diet, while you're traveling, where you're on the road for work, vacation, whatever you have planned for this summer, this is my topic today. If you guys like the show, please go leave a review on iTunes. That would mean a lot. If you look up Fitness, Food, and Freedom on your podcast app, click on the logo, ratings and reviews is the place to go and leave a five-star rating would do a lot for the show and a lot for me. It goes. It's a little thing you can do that really goes a long way for the show. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for supporting the show, and thank you for for just tuning in today on Friday for Fitness, Food, and Freedom, episode 63. I'm going to get down to it. It's Friday, guys. Let's go. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up? It's Jordan Stoltz back with another episode of the Triple F Podcast. Today, I'm talking about eating while traveling, giving you some actionable diet nutrition tips that you can take and you can use right away. Um, today, this whole show kind of is based on a couple questions I've gotten that have been similar. So these are, you know, basically, how can I get to the point in my diet where I can do it anywhere, so it's not just like I have to food prep and do these different strict foods. Um, and then another question that's kind of similar was more specific to this about, you know, what are some strategies that I can use while traveling that make eating healthier easier? These are kind of questions I'm going to answer in this show. And if you have any questions, nutrition, workouts, motivation, anything along those lines that I talk about in this show, you can go to triplefpodcast.com slash contact. I'll put that link down in the description of this podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, that's www.triplefpodcast.com slash contact, and you can leave your question there. That's the best place to do it. I'll get that right into my email and make a show featuring your question, maybe a few of your questions um, all together in a show. So anything goes, I'll answer anything on the show, but that's a good way to get your questions answered specifically by me on the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. So, I mean, this whole question about eating while traveling, it's kind of a tricky scenario for most people because, you know, they want to enjoy food in different cities. Um, maybe they're traveling and this kind of allows them to have more social times than they would normally have. Like they're going out with friends, out with coworkers, maybe out with family a little more than normal. Or maybe they're just enjoying a location. So if they haven't been to a certain place, they want to enjoy the food there, uh, you know, you got to you got to be able to do that, but you want to stick to your nutrition. You want to stick to some healthy eating and your diet plan so you don't fall off track and end up cheating too much. Uh, it's really a scenario that causes a lot of people to cheat or binge on their diet is traveling. Like vacations especially, you kind of prepare for this event or vacation 
uh, by eating healthier, losing some weight, dieting up, and then you kind of go on that and you kind of fall off the wagon, right? You cheat, you binge because there's all this good food, all this interesting food, and a lot of social time where you're more like pressured, where you're more encouraged to eat things that you normally wouldn't eat. So I'm going to try to go over some things that will help you avoid that in today's show. The key really to get down to, I'm going to break it into a few sections, but all these sections put together creates the key, which basically is creating a sustainable diet in the first place in that's translatable to all situations. And then when you're traveling, you can implement strategies that allow for more flexibility. So you're creating a sustainable diet that you can follow in any scenario, in any place you are, but then also I have some certain strategies that will help you stick to your diet and actually help you along the way while you're traveling. These are flexible solutions for this kind of time. I'm going to break this down into a few sections. I'll talk about building a sustainable diet. I'll talk about uh, some flexible strategies that I recommend and then just talk about the whole concept of traveling and social time and how you really shouldn't be too rigid with it, but I'll get into that at the end of the show. The most important thing, if you want to eat well while traveling, is to build a sustainable diet, build a good relationship with your food beforehand so you can so you can set yourself up for success. If you are really strict, if you're yo-yo dieting, you're dropping your calories really low, maybe you're used to eating unhealthy, and then you decide you know, you want to be stricter while you travel, it's going to be way harder than when you're at home and at work. So you need to create a sustainable solution, something that's going to translate well into all these different situations you'll be in while traveling. Um, first step right there, you probably know what I'm going to say, it's to learn how to track. Learn how to track your food. This is going to allow you to do two things. Learning to track and learning how to look at food as far as numbers are concerned. So you see something and you kind of know how many calories, carbs, fat, protein are in a certain dish or in a certain food, in a certain snack, maybe a drink, and then you know what you're consuming. So there's two ways or there's two reasons learning to track is important for traveling. Number one, it makes it easier to track your foods while traveling, okay? So you're going to be eating out a lot. You're going to be eating with friends a lot. You're going to be eating foods that you don't necessarily know what's they're going to be called, I guess, like in something like my fitness pal. But if you learn how to track, it's going to make it way easier to track your foods while traveling. You're going to be used to that process of seeing a food, typing it in, logging it, and then you're going to know how to fit things into your numbers, right? You need to create that that flexibility. And the best way to do this is practice. So that's why I recommend you definitely start before you travel and learn how to track well. Uh, I'll put the link down in the description of this podcast for the macro tracking guide that I made up. Um, it's on triplefpodcast.com slash macro. I'll, I'll link that down below in the show notes so you can you can see um, how to learn how to do this well so you set yourself up for success. Um, you do want to get to the point, though, where you don't really have to track, right? That would be the best. And that's something you can do if you learn how to track in the first place. So you kind of put in the work, you maybe have to use some discipline for a while to make yourself track and make yourself learn how to do it and get comfortable. But then you can get to the point where you really don't have to all the time. So when you travel, you can just kind of eyeball things, you know how much you're consuming, 
you're using some of the strategies I'll talk about later, and then you don't really have to track, you're just aware of what you're eating. This is what I call mindful eating or intuitive eating, where you're more in touch with your body. This is the place you want to get to, but to get there, you have to learn how to track and track well. Uh, Second thing you can do to create a sustainable diet is to learn healthy habits before you travel, okay? So all this is creating something before you actually go on your trip or your vacation. This, I mean, all these different things I've talked about in other episodes on Foodie Fridays, but uh, food choices, so just making better food choices, eating more vegetables, more fruit, more lean protein. Uh, Maybe it's just getting enough protein. So if you under-eat protein, you're consuming enough that you're eating the right amount for your body. Um, just eating the right amount of foods to fill out those numbers that you're tracking. Uh, And then also maybe limiting processed food, uh, sugar food, stuff that's going to make eating the right amount of calories a little more difficult, something that doesn't make you as full, not enough fiber, not enough whole foods in there. These are different things that are going to be very useful and habits that are going to translate well into traveling. Another thing to create a sustainable diet is not to go too fast, guys. Slow and sustainable might be better, right? I am actually a fan of dropping body fat pretty aggressively, like going after it pretty fast and getting it over with. However, if you're traveling a lot, if you travel for business and you travel for maybe leisure, but you're going to be doing a lot of it, slow and sustainable might be better. And what I mean by that is you're not dropping your calories as low. Okay, so if you're setting your calories at a certain percentage drop maybe you're doing you know uh, say 30 percent lower than your maintenance maybe because you're traveling you drop that only to 20 percent less of your maintenance okay so you just make a smaller deficit so you have a little more calories to work with that's a good way to create a sustainable diet it's just giving yourself a little more wiggle room there and you're still going to see the results it may not be as fast but you know you're only sacrificing maybe a few weeks for the enjoyment in your traveling. There's some strategies that I am a really big fan of that will help you when you're traveling. And these are the things I really wanted to get into. Um, These different ones I've talked about in other, in other shows and other kind of concepts, but these are all good for traveling specifically. These are things that are going to allow you to eat the foods you like. They're going to allow you to enjoy your social time and to really not stress about how you're eating while traveling, okay? Like, you know you need to make good food choices, track your food. That's all good. You know that's what you should do. Sometimes it's going to be hard though, right? And these flexible strategies will help you if you need some assistance along the way and maybe some hacks, I guess. Number one, I have six. So number one is to backload your meals. I've talked about this before how backloading your meals is going to allow you for more flexibility later in the day. What I mean by that is to be really strict at the beginning of the day, less strict at the end, or basically be less strict where you have your social time, more strict when you're alone, okay? So you have maybe, if it's backloading, in the morning you would either fast, not eat anything, um, until maybe lunch or the afternoon, or maybe you just have protein and maybe vegetables, maybe fruit, but not eat really any carbs, fat, that kind of thing. Uh, You just kind of eat strict like this throughout the day, but then when you get there to that afternoon time, maybe you're getting to that evening meal where you're out with friends or coworkers, you're going to backload the meals, okay? You're going to save up all your carbs and fat basically for the evening so you can enjoy yourself and basically order whatever you want to within reason. This is a great 
strategy to allow you to enjoy your time in these cities and enjoy your time on vacation. Um, that kind of brings me to number two also is to focus on protein and vegetables. And that's going to be in restaurants. It's going to be in your food earlier in the day. But if you're focusing on protein sources, you'll get enough protein. That'll actually make you more full too. And then vegetables are also going to increase your fullness. Maybe, you know, you'll eat less French fries or you'll, I don't know, eat less cake or whatever you eat when you travel. But if you focus on your protein and vegetables and then backload those meals, so maybe in the beginning of the day, it's all about getting your vegetable intake and your protein up. And then later in the day, you can kind of add in those carbs, fats, things like that with the friends. Number three is to avoid liquid calories as much as possible. And this is a big one. This is something that will often trip someone up. So drinks with a lot of calories, that could be a lot of things, but basically anything that's not a zero calorie drink, uh, that's going to be kind of detrimental because you don't know how many calories you're going to be consuming in your food exactly if you're eating out at restaurants or you're eating a lot of snacks in different shops. So avoiding liquid calories is going to be huge. So I definitely recommend like diet sodas and things like that and definitely a lot of water too as you're traveling. And that's just going to keep your calories in check, keep your carbs, save your carbs up for things that you really want in your meals. Stuff Jordan Loves. It is time for Stuff Jordan Loves. And I wanted to talk a little bit more about this liquid calories uh, situation here. So a lot of times, you know, sodas, alcoholic drinks, all these different things people will order that will really kind of screw them over later on because they're using all their calories on these liquid drinks and water sometimes doesn't do the trick right you just want something other than water i definitely recommend for the different strategies i've talked about already as far as backloading your meals and avoiding liquid calories i recommend sparkling water i am a sparkling water guy i love it uh, i think it's a great tool actually to use as you're traveling and as you're trying to eat a little bit less there's a few reasons i love sparkling water uh Perrier or whatever you call it. That's my favorite one of just sparkling like lemon water. It is zero calorie. It's basically water. So you're hydrating yourself, um, but it's going to kind of satisfy that carbonation craving you might have. It's going to be a little more refreshing sometimes, and it's going to actually keep you full throughout the day. So because of the the gases and the carbonation and the flavor, because it's usually like lemon flavored sparkling water, um, you're going to actually be able to kind of stay more full for that. So if you're backloading your meals, drinking something like sparkling water is a great tool uh, to keep on pushing off that first meal or pushing off those carbs and fats. That's a great way to keep yourself full throughout the day. Enjoy your traveling, but not necessarily eat a lot of food until later. Um, and then also, you know, no liquid calories, which is huge. It's definitely a way to kind of have some good tasting liquid without sacrificing a bunch of calories and carbs for it. That's my stuff Jordan loves today is sparkling water. Definitely recommend trying that out as a tool for keeping you full throughout the day and definitely while traveling. Stuff Jordan loves. Foodie Friday. Strategy number four. <laughs> Strategy number four is to cook food yourself or just get your own snacks yourself. Okay, this is a little bit just kind of taking control of things. Uh, maybe if you're staying in a motel for a long period of time, you can figure out a way to cook some meals yourself. Maybe you can food prep some things and take them with you. Maybe you can 
bring your own snacks from home so you know how many calories and maybe you bring more high protein snacks, but just some pre-planning. This is what I'm talking about. So it's not all about, oh shoot, we ended up at you know, this burger place and all I can get is a triple cheeseburger and fries. You know, oh shoot, we ended up at an Asian buffet. I just have to eat a bunch of this Chinese food. It's more about preparing yourself for success. And a good way to do that is to learn how to cook your own food and also preparing some meals for your traveling, maybe bringing your own high protein snacks that you can rely on and you know are going to be there, you know are going to fit into your macros. That's a big strategy, one I really like. Number five is to be good at tracking. And this is something that I also talked about in the sustainable diet section where, you know, learn how to track. But you just need to be good at it. You need to practice, 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 learn to fit in different foods. And this is really going to help you. So flexibility, the reason I like the reason I like tracking food is because of the flexibility options it gives you. So you can really be a good, flexible eater if you track your food and you can fit in anything you really want to, right? If you end up at that burger joint, if you know you're going to go there, you are good at tracking so you can kind of fit in these different foods that you like and they'll fit in with your numbers. It's a huge strategy for flexibility. That's definitely why I recommend you get good at tracking. Last uh, strategy here, so just to review the last seven, backload your meals, focus on protein and vegetables in your meals, avoid liquid calories, cook food yourself, get your own snacks, uh, just be good at tracking so you can fit in foods you want. And then number uh, six is, I think I said the last seven, I've been the last five. But number six, walk everywhere, okay? Get a lot more exercise than you normally would. A lot of times if you're traveling, it's easy to be kind of sedentary. Don't do that, right? Don't make that mistake. Walk everywhere. Uh, for me, the last few vacations I've been on, New York City, um, Austin, San Antonio, and my wife and me walked all over these cities. We you know, probably took 15,000, 20,000 steps for the day, just exhausted when we got back. But that really allows you some more flexibility because you're burning so many more calories throughout the day just with your exercise adding up throughout the day. It's kind of a sneaky strategy because you don't really, at least if you track macros the way I recommend, you don't really take into account how many steps you take or how many calories you're burning that way as far as each day by day. But if you're burning a little bit more than normal, that kind of gives you a little flexibility if you overeat a little bit from your numbers. You're going to burn that right back off with walking everywhere. It's a great strategy for that. It's a great way to kind of keep your mind off of just food. If you're sitting around, you might want to eat more. Um, Walking around and exploring is going to also keep you more full. So those are my six strategies that I really like for flexibility while traveling. Just to close up, uh, I wanted to touch on the strictness of your diet while you're traveling. It's my opinion that you shouldn't be too strict if you're traveling and you're on vacation especially. Uh, Maybe if you travel out for business, you need to learn these strategies. You need to implement a sustainable diet so you can really you know, set yourself up for success with your regular traveling. However, if it's a rare thing for you just taking a trip, I don't think you should be too strict. Traveling's fun. Social time's great. It's a great opportunity to visit different cities and try different foods, hang out with different people. 
um, you know you don't you don't want to take that away from yourself. You need to enjoy yourself. Life's short. I always talked about that, and enjoying yourself is huge. Just being in the moment and not being too worried about what you're eating or how much you're eating. There's definitely a happy medium here. There's a balance that you need to find. You don't want to be completely off the rails and just eating every food you see because of the social time. But you also don't want to be so strict that you take that away from yourself, right? You need to find that balance. And it might take some practice. It might take some time. But it's really important for traveling. I recommend that you be mindful of your eating to find this balance. So be aware of what you're putting in your body, how many calories that probably has, what your numbers need, kind of learn how to do that sustainable diet and be mindful of everything you're taking in. But don't limit yourself, right? If you end up at this burger place and that's where all your friends want to go, don't be, you know, don't just not order anything. Maybe, you know, enjoy the time, enjoy the social experience, try to make healthier choices, but don't stress about it. Stressing about it is going to probably cause worse health effects in the long run than actually sticking to your diet for those three to five days. If you fall off the wagon for three days, just get right back on when you get back, right? If you go extra strict while traveling, if you're really worried all the time about what you're going to eat and where you're going to get it, that's going to set you up for failure in your diet. You're going to end up probably cheating and then it'll just be a binge. You'll kind of just realize, oh, I screwed up my diet. I'm just going to go crazy. Whereas if you're just eating mindfully, trying to make healthy choices in general, you probably end up at a pretty good place at the end of your vacation or your traveling. It's most important though that you create good habits that will stick, right? So creating good habits beforehand so you kind of crave those good habits. When you're traveling, you'll want to stick to them. It'll just be habit, right? That basically means you do it without thinking. It's second nature to you. That's the point you want to get to, and that's when you'll set up for diet success. So if you're if you're only a month into your diet, you're a month into eating healthier, um, that's and then you travel, it's going to be more difficult, right? These strategies are going to be harder to implement. They're going to be harder to have successfully. However, if you've been dieting, eating healthier, you know, using good nutrition principles, maybe using this macro guide I made up, these different things are going to help you, you know, if you're using these over the course of, you know, a year, you're going to have good habits that you're going to just keep naturally. And this is the point you want to get to. So keep in mind that if you're new, you might not be able to stick to your diet as well as if you're experienced. The experience and the practice, the reps are what's going to get you there. Foodie Friday. Thanks for joining me today as we close out this week in June. One more week in this month. Crazy. Summer is here and Hopefully, you guys, if you travel, you enjoy your time. These different strategies I laid out, the flexible strategies, can be applied to anything this summer, really. If you're, you know, you're going to go out on a picnic, you're going to hang out at the lake, anything, uh, these strategies are good to implement. So uh, keep these in mind, write these down maybe, and definitely refer to the macro guide, triplefpodcast.com slash macro. Once again, if you have a question like the one I answered today and you want it answered on the show, go to www.thewordtriple.com slash contact. That link's in the show notes down below. And you can you can leave a question there and I'll answer it on the show. Your question will be featured and you will get it answered. So thank you for joining me. It's episode 63 of Foodie Friday and I'm Jordan Stoltz of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Hoping you guys have a great weekend. I will see you on Monday. See you later. Hags. 
Have a good summer. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom. 